Let's read again in Psalms 23. Verses 1. I'll read one verse, you read the second. I read the third, you read the fourth. The Lord, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Amen. Amen. Now, when we speak on uh, this psalm that David wrote, David, if there is something that David knew, David knew his God. And he knew that God was up for real business. He was confident that he will always be with him. And he, 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 he says here that uh, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. There is something about walking with someone. I don't know if some of you have ever taken a walk. A lonely walk is a very difficult thing. If you walk alone, it's very difficult. But if you walk together with somebody, you, 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 are, you are happy. You have company. Even the, even the Bible says that two are better than one. You know, God created everything. And after creating everything, each of them, he said, it is good. It is good. It is good. But when he created man in his own image, he said, it is not good for man to dwell alone. Can you imagine? Because man was walking alone. And God knew that man desired to walk with somebody. Amen. So brother Andrew, now it is not good for you to be alone. But very soon, brother Andrew will walk with someone in this journey. Praise God. Those of you who are married, you are not alone. You are walking with somebody. That is why I believe that marriage is not just marriage to have children. Ma marriage is for comfort. Marriage is, you know, to have somebody for companionship. Marriage, you know, you, someone you can share your trouble with. Someone that you can go through this life's journey with. Someone that can understand you and someone that you can understand. So, in the same way, you know, David here speaks these words. He said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he says, I will fear no evil. 
Why won't he fear? Because God is with him. You know, you don't, you don't have a lot of fear if you are walking with someone. Brother Barnum one time spoke of a little child. You know, a little boy going through a graveyard. And uh, you know, alone. And you know, because of too much fear, you know, he, he, he tried to behave as if he was fearing nothing. And walked through while whistling. But really, that was because of fear. And many people in this life are like that little boy in a graveyard. They are walking alone. And because they are walking alone, they have too much fear. They have things begin to build up. Anxiety builds up. Depressions build up. Because of too much fear. Fear of the unknown. You know, like this little boy is walking through the through you know the a graveyard. He's imagining things because he's all alone. What if I'm walking? And one of the dead bodies comes out. And then it finds me alone here. Oh, all these people are dead. You know, the dread, the fear that comes with all that. Even just some little wind passing. And you know, life and the world is like that graveyard. And you cannot go through this graveyard without Jesus and you go through well. So that's why I'm speaking to you this morning. Or come, walk with me. Jesus is telling us the same yes, thing. Come walk with me. David said even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because you are with me. If you are with a companion, if you are with a friend, no matter what comes your way, you know you have hope. You have someone where you can run to. You have somewhere where you can receive comfort. And, and, and you know, the Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter 5 verse 24 and Enoch walked with God and he was not because God took him. There is something good about walking with God. If you walk alone in this journey you can never overcome. The troubles of the world will consume you. The problems of the world will consume you. I want you to understand that both believers and non-believers face the same demons. In times when temptations around us beat, when sorrows like sea billows roll as the singer-songwriter said, when disease and pain has grown, it's victim. 
Those moments when your back has hit against a wall. You need to be able to speak like David spoke. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leadeth me. He is walking with me. Imagine those times when you don't have a coin in your pocket. If you don't have a coin in your pocket, at DVF we don't always talk about money. But sometimes we do. And this is one of those moments when you are poor, when you are empty, you are looking as, at me as if you have never gone through that situation. Some of you may be going through it right now. When it is very difficult for you, when you don't have anywhere to run to, Jesus is telling you this morning, come walk with me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. When, when, when thieves have come and stolen away something from you, when the devil has come and taken away your joy, you know, when sickness has come and gripped your life, you know, when, when sorrows have come and swept over your soul, when temptations around you and trials beat and push, and you feel you have nowhere to run. Let me tell you, if you have Jesus, you are working with him. Amen. You are going to be able to say, the Lord is my shepherd. And he says, come walk with me. Let's take a moment to talk about a shepherd. Who is a shepherd? John chapter 10 verse 11. He says, I am the good shepherd. You, you could open, brother, and read out of, out of the Bible. He says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is unhearing and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep and fleeth, and the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. The hearing fleeth because he is unhearing and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. As the father knoweth me, even so know I the father and lay down my life for the sheep. Yokane sura ya kumyolinyilwa kuminarum. Nzemu sumbo murunji. Musumbo murunji awayobula muwe oruendiga. Arundi de impera atali musumba. Endiganga sisi zeye bwalabo msegenga gudja aleke endigana duka no msege guzi sikura guzi sasanya aduka kubanga wampera sendiga tazisa kumoyo nze msumbo mrunji era ntegele zange ne zange zintegele continue Nga chitange buwantegera, nange buwantegera chitange, nange mpayo bulamu buwange, uruendiga. Era ninendara. So now he says, I'm the good shepherd. Agamanze msumbo mrunji. That giveth my life for the sheep. Awayo bulamu buwe, uruendiga. And he giveth an example, he gives an example of an, of, uh, 
hiring. He said it's not a shepherd. You know, let me tell you, if you have a God, the Bible says if the Lord does not keep the city, they that keep, keep in vain. They watch in vain. Because why? Let me tell you, if a thief came and uh, and a, a God knew that his life may be at risk. He may just take off. And he will run away. But if the owner of the home, knowing that his children are here, knowing that everything he has made is here, he will die trying to save his family. We are not just a friend of Jesus. Jesus is not just our friend. Jesus is our shepherd. Jesus is our family. We are his family. We are a part of him. He is a part of us. He is not willing to lose us at any time. He is willing to give himself for us. Why? Because he is our shepherd. Can you say Jesus is my shepherd? Amen. He laid down his life for the sheep because he knew the way down here. It is not easy. It is not easy to go through life's journey. I cannot let them walk alone. I cannot let you walk alone. And he says, come walk with me. The way may be sorrowful. The way may be straight and narrow. But come walk with me. We need to realize, friends, no matter where the the, the winds of life blows us, the temptations of, of this life. The lusts of the world. The pride of life. And the things that keep pulling on us. The sorrows of life. The disappointments. I've seen people who were once heartbroken. And disappointed. That they themselves became a wreck. They become completely nothing. They become useless because they don't have anyone there. If they trusted somebody so much and this person gives them up, you know, dumps them. I am one of those. My father, I remember I was in a in P6. When my father, you know, sat down with us, I grew up watching my father as a preacher. Watching him preach to the people. People getting saved. And then in the evening time of his life, you know, he gets entangled with things of life. He got entangled with things of life. With the cares of life. And he backslid. And then, you know, things began to change swiftly. You know, we sat around that table. I remember that clearly. Uh, uh, which class are you in, brother? P5. I was almost his age. You know, uh, come here, brother. I wanted to watch this age. This young boy here. 
whole life ahead of you. But our generation is having many of them heartbroken. Disappointed about life. Where you cannot prove to them that there is a hope that things will be better. And I was his age. And my father said, I've taken all of you to school. And I was the fourth born. He said, from, from today, I, 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 wherever you have stopped is where you will stop. I thought about that in my young head. I couldn't understand it. And then later on, he left home. And we were left alone with our mother who did not almost have anything. All she had was relatives who had some money. She, she worked hard. That's why mothers, you should work hard for your family. To stand behind your husbands and to stand behind your, your family. Walk with them all through. There is nothing like a good mother. Who will walk with his children no matter what. No, no matter what life brings their will walk with them. My mother walked with us. Sometimes she would come at school and you know, you know, you know, go under her whatever and then pull out some money and, and, and would give it to you and say, now this is my transport. This is your money. You can use it. And she's giving you maybe 20,000 or 10,000. And, and she's remaining with 10,000 for I would look at those things and it would touch my heart. Because at that moment I had someone that would walk with me. But I'm telling you in life you have a lot of people who are heartbroken. A lot of people who are heartbroken. And by the way, for that, I am preaching it is Sunday morning, but I want to appreciate you, Mother, you walked with me. You really walked with me. Praise God. Praise God. She was young. She could have gotten married again. I think she was 35 or something like that. But she decided not to marry again. But to take care, to walk with her children. Praise God. God bless you mothers who have walked with your family. Hallelujah. Mina. There's nothing good like a mother who will stand behind her children, stand behind her husband, stand behind her home and say, this is my place. I am not going to allow any demons to come and destroy my children. I'm going to pray for them. I'm going to do everything I can to walk with them through this life's journey. And our generation is heartbroken. Many young children are heartbroken. Many of them have turned to drugs. Many of them have turned to many things. Even to immorality. Not because they desire. But because the people they trusted. The people they looked 
looked up to forsook them left them alone and so they had no hope and what did they decide to do they decided to walk alone in this dark lonely world and even as I'm preaching to you this morning I didn't plan to preach on this but yesterday you know I heard a voice I didn't know what I was going to preach about and it spoke to me come walk with me I knew right there that's what God was telling me to speak about this morning and there must be somebody that needed this this morning if you are listening to me and maybe you have been that kind of person that you feel you can't trust nobody you can't have faith in nobody you feel you are all alone you feel you are all forsaken you feel life has beaten you down you have no hope amen there is someone here saying this morning come walk with me come walk with me I am so glad that Jesus is a shepherd amen he's always going to walk with us praise God he says I'm the, I'm the good shepherd many people would even say I have nothing to inherit I, have, I, 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 I feel you I'm one of them nothing to inherit I have nothing to look up to no money that you know was passed on to me nothing completely let me tell you if you are in that situation you are a strong man or a strong woman because God wants to walk with you you may be a woman and you are forsaken by your husband and you are left all alone to figure your way through life. But I'm here this morning to tell you Jesus is saying come walk with me. Come walk with me. I am a good shepherd and I'm going to give my life for my sheep. I am not hiring. No. Amen. He says the hiring fleeth because he's unhiring and he does not care for the sheep but I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep and I am known of mine oh praise God and he said I laid down my life for the sheep this is somebody that can never forsake me by the way if, we ca- if it comes down to our address and we realize we are talking about someone who is reliable we are talking about someone you can count on if you have never gone through any distress in life the someone this morning is not for you but if you've gone through those moments, then God is speaking to you this morning. Amen. Because Jesus is reliable. He can never forsake his subject. Because we are not just his subjects. We are his children. We are his family. He will do everything and anything to save us. He came down from glory and he gave his life for his family. 
And he says, come walk with me. But the problem is many do not want to come and walk with him. Jesus is the shepherd. He laid down his life for the sheep. We are the sheep of his flock. Do we know him? Do you know him? He says, we know him. And he knows us. Christ alone. He was crucified for us. Not a man. Not some organization or system. You find very many people. They listen to their earthly shepherds. Instead of the shepherd. Of our souls. But Jesus is the shepherd of our souls. He can never forsake us. Amen. He, he gave his life. His very life that we might have life more abundantly. And even when life becomes difficult, he's always there with us. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 12, he says, Now this I say, but every one of you saith, I am of Paul, I am of Apollos, and I of, of, of Cephas or Kephas, and I of Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were ye baptized in the name of Paul? And I thank God that I baptized none of you. But Crispus and Gaius. Lest any should say that I had baptized in my own name. So who was crucified for us? Christ was crucified Christ for us. We therefore cannot walk with any other name. Even in water baptism. He says come walk with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We, we can follow anybody. As long as they are following Christ. But if somebody tells us to follow them. When they are not walking with Christ. Then that is a hiring. And they will mislead you. But Jesus Christ can never mislead you. He can never mislead his own. Paul here says that some say that I am of Paul, I am of Apollos, I am of Kephas, I am of Christ. Even in the message churches it is coming where people begin to follow pastors. You let, let me say something here. You see, we, we used to have uh, uh, churches, Pentecostal churches, uh, uh, making signposts. And you know, on their signposts, they put their picture and their names. Just like I, I put Days of the Voice Fellowship. And I put my wife there and myself. Uh, 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 but Bishop Busobazi uh, uh, Talemwa and uh, what, what is it? Pastor Talemwa, no Musumba Lebeka. And then people are coming to our church because they are following us. And 
you can say anything you want to say. These people are really followers of these men. You will tell them anything. They will tell you, but Papa said something else. As long as he said something else, they don't care what the Bible says. But in the message, this message which we preach, what we call the end time message, that is not the case. For us, we have one shepherd. That is Jesus Christ. He is the shepherd to our souls. He is the one we are following. We are going to follow any man as long as he is leading us to that shepherd. You know, even Paul himself in the book of 1 Corinthians 11, he said, Be ye followers of me, even as I also I am of Christ. So in other words, if I, I don't follow Christ, don't follow me. But if I follow Christ, then follow me. Brother Barnum one time, he said if I say anything that is not in the Bible, leave it alone. Amen. Why do we believe Brother Barnum? Why do we quote his messages? Why do we believe him as Elijah of the end time? Because everything William Branham preached, every doctrine, every teaching has been pointing us back to our shepherd. Back to the Bible. Back to Jesus Christ. I do not know any religion in the world. A religious movement in the oh, world oh, that points people to Christ than this message. This message does not point us to a system. You know, some people they go all around the world and, and they preach. So they go two by two. There are those people who dress always, they dress properly. And they will always lead you to their organization. You know, they will always lead you to their church. They will always lead you to their man of God. The anti message, listen, listen, is not meant to point us to William Branham. Are you following me? It's not meant to point us to William Brother Branham. Or your pastor. Or some great man. This message has one purpose. To point us to the shepherd of our souls. Jesus Christ. Who gave his life for us. Paul, the first church age messenger. He said, I have heard from among you. Some say for us we are Apollos. For us, no, 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 no. For us we are following Kephas. For us we are owned by, 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 by Paul. No, for us we are of Christ. He says, what are you talking about? Is Christ divided? ask you a question. Is Christ divided? Christ is one. So what Christ are the denominations projecting. And you even find certain times people will only go to one uh, 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 group. 
they will never go to any other. Even when they have an opportunity. And I'm not talking about outside, I'm talking about inside. Are you following me? I'm speaking some very important things this morning. You find that uh, uh, somebody like a brother Mulonde goes to Bushenyi. But because he's from Days of the Voice Fellowship and his pastor is Brother Busobozi, he cannot attend church there. He cannot. Why? Because he's not a member there. Because for him he's supposed to follow Pastor Busobozi. Because that is the right one. He's the only right one. He's the only one he's following. That's what Apostle Paul is hitting here. He's saying, did Busobozi die for you? Did Paul die for you? Did Apollos die for you? Look, we have one shepherd. And that is the one who bled and died. That's the only one we are following. And any man, amen, that is leading us to that. Oh, we want to follow that man. We want to follow that person. To the extent that sometimes, but the man I'm saying that if you are in a place, very far, and there is no good Bible teaching church. There is no full full gospel church. You see, find a place to fellowship. Don't stay at home. Are you following me? Don't stay at home. Find, if if the Catholic church is the only place, go there. If the Anglican church is the only church, go there. If the, the, the miracle center is the only church, go there. But don't stay at home. Because you have no transport to go to church. Now, thank God we have streaming. If you, you have no transport, you can stream. But if you can't stream and you can't go to church, find any worship center near you. And go there and eat some food that you can find. Of course, if they serve you food with a lot of bones, you can throw away the bones and eat the food that they have given the meat. That is what we believe. We don't believe in believers staying at home. We are not even a cult that follows a man or a religious organization or a church system. No, we are following Christ. And wherever the word is, Christ is there. Wherever Christ is preached, the word is there. Are you following me? Now we believe you don't, you don't just go to the church near you. You go to a church where you will find food for your soul. You go to a place where you will find the pastor or the shepherd following Christ. Like Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. But these days, do you know how it is? I will show you, brother. Brothers, come here, I'll show you something here. Come, brother, Come here, my brother. 
This brother last yes last Sunday made him stand for almost uh, uh, one hour. God bless you. You really did good. Amen. Okay. Now, now uh, here I am. Ndiwano. This is Jesus Christ. Oh no, Jesus Christ. And this one is not. Oh, this is Jesus. So now the, the pastors. Abasumba. They are very busy pointing people. Basongera abantu. To somebody else. And the people are very busy blindly following. They are following. The Bible says when the blind lead the blind. They both fall, fall into the ditch. But what should we do? We should follow a man. Who is pointing us to the right direction. The right direction. What's the right direction? Christ. The Christ. Christ. The moment he deviates. What do we do? We keep following. We, we keep following. After all, he's our pastor. He's our bishop. What do we do? Well, he knows better. And the man is anointed. Even if what is a, even if he's not exactly, but it's okay. You are going to fall into the ditch with him. Praise God. Follow him as he follows Christ. God bless you, brothers. Follow him as he follows Christ. And I thank God for this message of the hour. Because the anti message does not point us to any other place. It points us to Christ. The Bible says in 1 Peter 2.25 For you are, were sheep as you were she, as sheep going astray. But are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your soul. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus is the shepherd of our yes, souls. Jesus is my bishop. Yes, Say it with me. Jesus is my bishop. Hallelujah. He's my bishop. He's my shepherd. He's my bishop. David said, Hallelujah. In those words of faith, the Lord is my shepherd. I also say, Jesus is my shepherd. Remember, Jesus is Lord. So if Jesus is Lord, then I want to say, The Lord is my shepherd. Jesus is my shepherd. That means He leads me, He guides me. We don't go to a church because of their name. Because they are called full gospel. Because they are called the deliverance. Because they are called heaven come down power ministry. No. Those are just names. We go to a place to fellowship because our shepherd is there. And our shepherd is glorified. Our shepherd is lifted up. We are living in a generation where Churches are lifting somebody else up. Where churches have left the bishop of our soul and the pastors 
They have taken the place of our bishop. They have got this what you would call blasphemous names. You see they have taken the place of Jesus. Even to call a man of God. Even to call a man of God brother. Oh my God you have committed a crime. How can you do that? I, I one day phone one I was uh, at, an, at an airport. And I think maybe in Lagos. And then this man was a Nigerian. And I, I told him, What's your name? By, by the time he finished, I was so tired. Because he spoke his name for about one minute. I am. Apostle, doctor, overseer, principal, blah, 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 no word. So, who made you an apostle? Who made you a doctor? Who made you a bishop? Who made you an archbishop? Who made you an overseer? Overseer for what? Are you following me? But who is our overseer? Who is our bishop? Jesus is our bishop. Jesus is our pastor. He is our shepherd. He is the shepherd of our soul. We are 100% convinced. He can never forsake us. No matter what we have gone through in our life. He is always going to be there for us. He can never leave us. He can never forsake us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you believe that church? Praise God. So if we follow the roadmap, it says turn on highway so and so here. It says that turn that way. If Acts 2.38 said, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of sins. It did not turn left. Then you must turn that way. I don't care how it is. You've got to follow the road. If you say the promises to you and your children, that didn't mean for an age past. As many as the Lord our God shall call, it is what it said. That is God's roadmap. We must follow that roadmap. The road is already marked out. Right here. It's already marked out. And I'm, I'm quoting words here of Brother Barnum. He says, The blood footprints of the Lord Jesus made the road. And the disciples laid on that same foundation. I am so glad I am walking on this roadmap. The roadmap has already been made for us. Where is it? We can see it by the prints on the road. 
Amen. The bloody footprints. Wherever you see the blood, follow that trail. Follow that trail. We are in this dark, lonely world. But let me tell you, you can walk with Jesus. If you walk with Jesus, you are sure of reaching the end. The Bible says it will give us an expected end. Follow the roadmap. What is the roadmap? The Holy Bible. Acts chapter 2, 38. If it says repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, what is that? It is the roadmap. You must be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and your sins will be washed away. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. What is that? It's a roadmap. But other shepherds that are hiring, they came and they snatched away people from those pathways. They told them you don't need to walk there. There is no hope there. You see we have been preaching for very many years. Before you are born. What are you talking about? Just come and walk here. And they will tell them turn left. Yet the roadmap is saying continue straight. And the preachers told them turn left. Left is saying what? Now you can be baptized in Father, Son, Spirit. It is also okay. It works like Samona. We don't want things that are going to work like Samona. We want Samona. We want the real thing. Are you hearing me? Amen. So if, if it doesn't say turn left, if it doesn't say that, you have to go straight. But they turn left. They, they baptize babies. They find a child like this one. Very little like this one. You know, I don't know how old she is. And they take her. And they begin asking her, do you accept to repent all your sins? doesn't understand nothing. And then they take water. They say, who is the Godfather? And then the Godfather comes. Does anybody know what a Godfather means? Yes. Does anybody know? Who knows Godfathers? All of you are Christian. Godfather, come, please. Do you know what the Godfather does? Ah, okay. So, do you accept? to recant all the world the pleasures of the world and everything in the world and follow Jesus yes I believe <laughs> I, 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 do you see that deception you see you are laughing but it is done in the church while it is done people say oh, amen, amen. 
That is unhearing. They are being deceived. There is deception here. Someone should tell them. And I'm here as a voice. I'm just one of the lead of the voices. I'm just one of the voices. But I'm here to tell them. That is deception. This little child. How can you answer for the child? Who gave you that authority? Who told you you can do that? It is the hiring shepherd. The ones who don't have the mandate to be a shepherd. What do we do? Take the child away from that system to begin with. Number two. Once you take the child away from that system, you turn away from that kind of preacher. You turn away from that kind of preacher. He's not a good shepherd. And then you go to a shepherd. Who is the shepherd? Not me, not my church. The shepherd is Jesus Christ. The word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. People can't understand that God wants to be his own president for his own people. He wants to preside over his church. He wants to be the bishop of the church. Even the archbishop of the church. Not a system or a man. But man has always desired to find somebody to lead them. When God was presiding over Israel, Israel reached a moment. They said, no. We want to have bishops and kings like us. God said, do you know what you're talking about? Do you know what they will do to you? What are they doing to them now? They're making them eat grass. They're making them eat drink petrol all in the name of Jesus and miracles but why because they rejected the bishop of their souls that is Jesus Christ the word are you following me his blood footprints are here on the road and the disciples laid on that same foundation. Can you see those blood footprints? Baptism in Jesus' name. Faith in one God. The rapture. All these things that are in the Bible. Those are the blood footprints of Jesus Christ. Wherever he put his feet. Put your feet, brother. Wherever he put his feet. Put your feet, brother. The journey may seem too long. It may seem too tiresome. But let me assure you, if you continue following the path, one of these days, hallelujah, Sister Ruth, one of these days, we are going to overcome. We are going to be raptured out of here. Out of this dead systems of man into the kingdom of God. Praise God. Come walk with me, he says. And I come back to that thought, but quickly now my time is running. Let us look at Mark, Mark 8, chapter 8, verse 34. And when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them, Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross 
and follow me. My, this is important now. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospel's sake, the same shall save it. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, Hmm. Of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. How many want to walk with Jesus? He says, come walk with me. But he says, if you are going to walk with me, there is a cost. <laughs> there is a price also to pay. He says, you have to be ready to deny yourself. And take up your cross. And follow him. Whoever will save his life. Shall Whosoever shall lose his life. For my sake. And the gospel's sake. Will save it. I'm so glad. That 17 years ago, I made up a big decision in my life which I have never regretted up to today. I decided to take up my cross and follow Jesus Christ. No matter what life brought, no matter what life took away, I have never decided again to leave him. I decided to give him my life. We have very many filters in the world today. Filters, filters. And people look at life through many filters. You can decide to look at life through the filter of education. You can decide to look at, the, at life through the filter of secularism. You, you can decide to look at life through many ways. But here he is talking about looking at life through the filter of the world. Accepting to deny yourself. You have to understand this is why they call our local the fools. That is why our local because you look and, uh, at things the way others don't look at it. You know, Fever was telling me here the other day. Fever the teachers at school. Very serious on her. Ah, 
Why can't you do maker? What is wrong with you? They can't understand. But if she decides to look at the, uh, at the word through the filter of the word, sister, people can't understand. Why you, why you can't do makeup? People won't understand why you cannot wear trousers. Sisters, amen. People will not understand that. Why you have thrown your earrings away? Because you have decided to deny yourself. You have decided to die to the way people look at things. And you have decided to look at it a different way. Shem was telling me the other day Shem that at school, Somere. their school, Somere. it's almost a crime Kumpi, Musango. not to have a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Hallelujah. Amina. Did you get a girlfriend finally? <laughs> Praise God. People, people, oh, did he answer? Ah, okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. It is almost a crime. Kumpi, Obanga, Menyama, Teka. What? What? How? How? No, 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 no. Now we to leke. It's not acceptable. Hmm. It's almost a crime in this generation to be in university, to be a teenager, and you don't have a girlfriend. But let me tell you, Jesus said, He that shall gain his life shall lose it. And he that shall lose his life shall gain it. Hallelujah. You must decide to lose it all for the cause of the gospel. For the cause of the word. When others see it a different way. Yours is a different way. They can't understand. They can't understand you. Because they did not understand him. When he was on earth. They did not know who he was. They did not understand why he did things the way he did them. They thought his kingdom was here. But he told them. My kingdom is not of this world. My kingdom is of above. I want to tell you church. Our kingdom is not of this world. If you want to walk with Jesus. You cannot walk with the world at the same time. Listen to me young man. You have to throw away those girlfriends. You cannot walk with Jesus and your girlfriend. You are making a big mistake. It cannot happen. You have to decide to die to yourself. Sister, same thing. Oh, Pastor, what are you talking about? Are you telling us we should not? Hey, have girlfriends and boyfriends. How are we then going to get married? Well, according to scripture, marriage doesn't come from immorality. Are you following me? 
Marriage comes from God. Who gives a wife? God. God gives a wife. And even the Bible tells me God wants you to be happy with the wife of your youth. Brother Andrew, the moment you get married like this, the sky is the limit. If he decides to take a vacation, uh -huh. if you decide to live on Mars, or to go on the moon, and you stay there, it's your decision. Be happy with the wife of your youth. We have, a mix, we have younger people here, but there are more, more, more verses there. <laughs> The Bible, Bible believes in a boy being happy with a girl in the right way. The right way is when God gives you a wife. Where did Adam get his wife? The Bible doesn't say Adam began demonstrating. No, no, God, I'm not happy now. How can you do this? Everything is too true. Me, I'm only one. I need a help. My body, my body, my body. Adam was patient. Adam was in the presence of God. Adam was for the will of God. Adam did not go in immorality. Adam waited for God to say, It is not good for Adam to be alone. And when God said that, then God gave Adam a wife. The Bible says, He that gets a wife has got God favor from the Lord. You see, it is favor from the Lord. When I say favor, don't all of you go running to favor. <laughs> all I'm saying, favor. You get favor from the Lord. <laughs> when God gives, when God gives your wife, praise God. Oh my God, brother Martin, you are favored. Martin, Brother Luanga, you are favored. Brother Mulonda, you are favored. Where are you? Come on, anybody who has a wife here. You are favored. And let me tell you, you should love your wives. Love them. If the world out there, you find them doing all sorts of things with the girls and not their wives. You who has your own, show the world how it is done. Treat her like a princess. Show the world that a wife is a precious thing. Hollywood, Hollywood has taken a woman and made that brother Branham uses a word which many people think is vulgar. Hollywood, Hollywood has actually turned a woman into a sex garbage can. Hollywood, it is so dirty. What Hollywood has made a woman. But a woman is the most precious thing on earth. After salvation. When God gives you up a woman. It means God trusts you. 
Hi. Hey, hey. So if you don't have a wife and you want one, it means you have not earned the trust of God yet. It means you should pray more and get God's trust so he can bring his daughter and give her to you. And when you get a daughter of God and you treat her like your, like your rag, you have a very big problem. Brother Banam would say, a wife, a good wife, a virtuous wife, is the next best thing to salvation. Hey, after salvation, the second best thing God can ever give you is a virtuous wife. I can stand here today and testify God has given one of those to me. Yes! For the past 11 years I've been having a wonderful time. Hallelujah! That scripture a wonderful time with the wife of your youth raising a family together oh, does it mean you never have disagreements you will disagree many times but yet love is stronger love covers a multitude of sins and if you are if you are married and your family has other issues. I have a message for you. The Bible says, like we have seen here, David said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. The Lord is my shepherd. Walk with the Lord. Come walk with the Lord. If you walk with the Lord, He will make all things beautiful. Hallelujah. Just keep trusting him. Just keep walking with him. Praise the name of the Lord. But our younger generation must understand that you have to lose yourself in order to gain yourself. You have to deny yourself in order to become to walk with the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. What does it what, what shall a man gain? What shall a man profit rather? If he gains the whole world and loses his own soul. What shall a man give in exchange for your soul? What shall you give in exchange for your soul? You see people have taken their souls and they have immersed it into a whole lot of things in the world. Slothful things. Oh, God have mercy. What shall a man give in exchange for his soul? You have one life to live. And he says, whosoever shall be ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, I will also be ashamed. How many young people here and older ones alike that will say, I am not going to be ashamed of Christ, of the word of God. You young people that are in school, don't be ashamed to say, I don't have a girlfriend. 
I don't have a boyfriend. I don't dress this way. I don't Samba talk that way. I don't do those kind of things. Oh, let's go to a party. Uh, what kind of party? I'm sorry, I don't go to those. Don't be ashamed. Stand for the word. I said don't be ashamed. Stand for the word. And God will stand with you. That's what believers believe. Matthew 19. 16. And behold, one, one, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? And he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none, no one good but one. That is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. Laba omuntu naje jali na gama ntimukama wangi ndiko la chigambo chechirunji mbere nubulamu butagwao namugamba ntichichi echikumpisiza echechigambe chirunji omurunji aliom naibu oyagalo kuingira mubulamu uliranga mateka and he said unto him which Jesus said namugamba ntigaliwa Thou shalt not murder. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Honor thy father and mother. And thou shalt love thy neighbor and thyself. The younger man said unto him, All these things have I kept from my youth. What lack I yet? Jesus said unto him, Thou will be perfect. Go. Sell everything you have. Give it to the poor. And thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come and follow me. Praise God. Praise God. I want us to look at two things here. Number one. Jesus is a good shepherd. When he came to this young man and this young man wanted eternal life we have already seen that you have to deny yourself lose yourself so you can gain him but now here he is telling Jesus that uh, uh, what should I do? Please follow me here now. And Jesus said, go and do the commandments. Okay. The young man said, I've done all these commandments. Ever since I was a child, I've done all of them. Ah. Jesus now said, if you want to be perfect, there is one thing that you should do. How many want to be perfect? I want to be perfect too. And here's one thing we should do. Sell everything. Oh my God. Mm. All your possessions. That means things of value. In your heart. In your mind. Sell it all. After you've sold it, don't bring it to Jesus. Now you see what a shepherd does. The shepherds today, what do they say? Now go sell everything. Bring the money to the ministry. Support the work of God. And then God, I will pray. God will shake your blessing. Heavens will be open for you. And you will be blessed. But that is a, a hearing. But a real shepherd 
wasn't interested in their treasures. God is not interested in your treasures. Now, he is not saying we should be poor. He's not talking about money here. He is talking about anything that you value more than Christ. Anything that will stand between you and the world. What is it for you? You know it. Sell it away. Give it away. Accept to lose it. Brother Segawa. Accept to lose them. I can tell it to you. But I can't do it for you. Inside your heart. Deep there. You have to make a choice. And so I've given them. I've given them out. It is not easy. It's it that thing that we are so precious. The ones you are doing. The ones you love. The ones you are appreciating. Every, 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 every time you go to the disco. And you dance you feel good. But yet Jesus says. Lose that. Sell them. Give them out. That is what you have to do. Anybody who wants to come to Jesus, that is what you're supposed to do. Give it out. Sell them out. Eh? Brother. Brothers. The girls you have. The ones you move with on WhatsApp. You are a believer. You are still chatting with girls on the phone. At night, in the day, in the night. You talk. You don't you do things which not honor God. Accept to sell. Today it's a market. How many are going to sell? Accept to sell. Accept to sell. You can't. You can't be perfect without selling. The things which take care of grace. The things which take care of the will of God. There are even young men who watch pornography. Accept to sell them. Give them out. When I was young, I accept. I said I will never live this kind of life. I sold all the nonsense. From hence, I don't even have appetite to go to such kind of things. You reach a level that discos cannot take you. We don't want hypocrites in the church. We want people who have given their whole lives to God. You're going to serve God with all your mind, with all your heart, with your bonus, and everything you want. You must sell. You can't walk with Jesus when you're holding on to worldly things. You still love the world. But you also love Jesus. Yeah, you are there in the middle. You are like a weed. You understand me? Yes, you love Jesus. You also love the world. You are there. The world. Oh, as long as I'm not holding it. But it is the world pulling me. Me, I'm holding Jesus. You are lying to yourself. You know it very well. The world is present. You have to make a choice to leave it. World pull me. 
pull me world. Yes, yes, the world is pulling me. Yes. I want Jesus. Yes. I want Jesus. Yes, yes, but the God. world is pulling me. No, I would want to leave no, it, God. but the world has refused. No, yes. the world, I want Jesus. You are lying to yourself. Bible the Bible says, accept, Sarawo. decide to send. Tell Jesus. Now let me fight this battle. You world. From henceforth. I've done a choice. Now leave me alone. Go back. Go, 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 go. Now Jesus. Come. We are going to walk together. That decision. Can be made by anyone. Let me tell you, if you want to be on fire for God, you can be on fire for God. No man should tell you that you have to do this and that. You just make a decision. A decision. A choice. The problem is that church is very hard for very many. The younger man came to Jesus but the world was with him. And Jesus told him sell everything. Sell everything. Give it to the poor. Come follow me. Oh. Oh. The young man said I want Jesus but if it means to give up everything. I'd rather leave him. But he went away. Sad in his heart. His heart was empty. With that void. With that emptiness. Because he had not surrendered to Jesus. Be not deceived. No man has ever heard the word. And remained the same. Whether they believed it or not. The word impacts their life. To salvation or to condemnation. And I want to be one of those that will be saved. Because of the word. Hallelujah. And this man, I want to find now it is 1 p.m. I want to reach a place to close. And the younger man kept, you know, he, 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 he finally went away sorrowful in his heart. But Jesus wanted to walk with him. And Jesus is here. Wanted to do the same thing. In order to get eternal life, Christ Jesus wanted to walk with him. No amount of our deeds of righteousness will give us eternal life. We need to walk with him so he can mold his own character in us while we are walking in this journey. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus told this man, come walk with me. Come walk with me. And this invitation is still here today. He's still calling today. Come walk with me. Come walk with me. Now while you are walking with him, things begin to change. We are all changing. We are a work in progress. He's still changing us. But first, the decision has to be made to walk with him. And then while you walk, you realize you are limping. Huh? And then you tell him, Jesus, I'm leaping. He will say yes. 
he will touch your knee. So you can now walk. So you continue walking together. And then you'll be fine. And then you realize your back hurts. And then he will tell you, it's alright my son. He'll touch your back. And then you will, will walk straight. That's the benefits of walking with Jesus. You can never be a loser if you walk with Jesus. He says, come walk with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Remember Jesus said, follow me. Follow me. Get rid of what you got and follow me. And that's the only way to have eternal life. That's the only remedy he gave this man was the only remedy he gave this businessman. It's the only remedy he gives anybody. His choice. He makes his decision. It's perfect every time. And we must follow him. It's the only way to have eternal life. So the leadership of God is to follow the vindicated word of the hour by the Holy Ghost. So we have that invitation here today. Praise God. I don't know how many would like to follow. I don't know how many would like to walk with you. I would like us to stand as I read this quote to you. It says if you could just know that that same thing that our great leader, the Holy Spirit, God has sent him and he's our leader. And no matter what the world says and how much they laugh at you and make fun of you, I want to say we follow our leader. God sent the Holy Spirit to be our leader. And this leader will never take us from the path. He will keep us right in the path of the scripture all the time. But he will never go to one side for something. This side for something. He will stay right straight in the road. Of That's why we love the word. And the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit, when you receive the spirit of truth, what he does, he leads you into the ways of the world. And David knew that. And that's why he said the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Would you just close your eyes for a moment with me? Now? I'd like to talk about your valley of the shadow of death. You may have walked alone for a long time. And you can't seem to get through. Oh, I want to tell you. There is somebody. 
that is telling you today come walk with me you may have gone through a lot of loss a lot of pain a lot of heartbreaks but he's telling you today come walk with me I'm the shepherd of your souls I am not going to forsake you I died for you I gave myself my life for you that you may have life and more he wants to help you he wants to lead you through oh meditate about those things maybe somebody has been walking along today and you want to sell everything and give yourself to him that you may walk with him in the light of his word I want to give you that opportunity while we sing this song maybe you can just stand and stand at the altar here or, or kneel down or whatever you want to do and believe that he will put his hand in yours no matter what you are going through brother Peter will help me sing it and a long life's road I stumbled in the darkness my blinded eyes had caused my feet to roll brother Eno come and get a microphone and help us I met the Lord who spoke to me so sweetly come walk with me and now you see you home. Sing that again. A long life's road. A long life's road. I stumbled in the darkness. My blinded eyes had caused my feet to roll. I met the Lord. Spoke to me so sweetly, said, Come walk with me, and I will see you all. Sing the chorus now, Come walk with me. Yeah. 